Welcome to the Broken Sun. back folks i am uh, matt also known as arp i'm your friendly guide here and uh here is specters of a broken sun which is the second season of our smash hit podcast splinters of a broken sun you probably haven't heard about us being optioned for a you know netflix original series yet uh, that's largely because that has not happened but i'm sure it's only a matter of time and uh, the people who will be the beneficiaries and creative directors of that endeavor, should it ever come to pass, are joining me tonight. We have got with us uh, Good Sir Blood. Howdy, everyone. It's me, Mike Blood. You can find me on Twitter at Good Sir Blood, just like Matt said. My pronouns are they, then. Who are you playing today? Or who are your characters that you bring to the table? I bring to the table many characters, but the ones that I'm playing are Emran Pak, he, him, and of course, the Slippery Slip, they, them, who I will be playing this evening. Wonderful. We're also joined by Velvet. Hello, everyone. I'm Velvet, and I'm contractually obligated to state up front that I shouldn't be trusted with any measure of executive power. <laughs> My pronouns are she, her, and you can find me on the interwebs at OG Brown Sugar. I will, during the latter end of the season, be playing uh, Augustus, they, them, who you render onto, and Maeve, she, her, the mother of monsters. Excellent. And finally, we are joined by Keekers. Hi everyone, it's me, Keekers, also known as Be a Space Cat. I am she, her, and today I will either alternately be playing CD, they, them, or Keva Jarma, she, her. And uh, people should not trust certain objects to me because I've already lost them. What did you lose? My scissors. I thought it was going to be your doll. The, we sure you doll thought it was going to be my what? I was about to say. The doll took the scissors. I did move it recently. The doll is learning to cut. It's like that SCP sure. that uses materials around the house to make more of itself. <laughs> Keep your no. eyes open. No, it's not there. <laughs> Don't ever say that to me again. <laughs> Should I be trying to add it to the SCP Foundation wiki? I don't know what's stopping you. Um, Nothing except for reading enough style guides to get it well established. Uh, I forgot to mention my pronouns are he and him. And uh, good. I would like to start this evening. Oh, good. You found the scissors. Uh, I want to acknowledge that this podcast is produced on the unceded territory of the Katsi, Coquitlam, Stalo, Kwantlen, Saminas, Musqueam people, and the treaty land of the Tawasan First Nation. You can support indigenous land protectors right now by visiting unistotent.camp and learning about the ongoing fight against invasive and illegal pipelines and other projects that don't respect indigenous land rights. Speaking of rights, let's talk a little bit about where we left off. Uh, we left off right at the moment where your plan was about to come together, I'm sure, because we were getting ready to do a little bit of an invasion of our own. 
Mm-hmm. We couldn't find any wheat pennies to buy that radio station. No. Nope. I'm not going to stop making that obscure reference joke. Someone will get it at some point. It'll it'll happen. We're all rooting for you. Is it hay Thank pennies? You. Like from Animania? Wheat pennies. No. So, never mind. Wheat pennies. No. Though, similar time frame. Okay. I'm going to crack this code. <laughs> I'll give you a major hint. They have, hey, Lucy, you're so fine in it. Didn't narrow it down. In fact, I'm less sure. <laughs> okay. Now, you had learned, you have learned from this briefing that you're in the midst of, uh, that from MP and Mandy Kai, that you need to take control of the broadcast station, uh, the central broadcast station located in the inner sphere of the uh, sun here. And your task uh, upon seizing it is to attempt to basically hack into the wave, which is the communication system used on the habitat, and attempt to open communications with the people down there in order to provide a particular warning. Do you remember what you might be warning them about? I know. Pick me. Go ahead. They're going to invade the habitat again with help from the asteroid-dwelling people who have been recruited by the warship, the spot. That's right. The Hygiene Logistocracy is at the doorstep of the habitat and are prepared to break in with the help of the people of the sun, or at least the solar free state. Uh, The people of the sun probably just don't know anything about this, seeing as you all, uh, half of your characters don't, and they're people of the sun. Whether or not people would be happy with this or not is an entirely different question. Now then, uh, there there has been uh, a little bit of news that has come out Uh, recently as you are preparing for this uh, attack the siege that you're going to launch here Uh, so some recent news allow me to pull it up to share with you okay so that was complete on the 19th i guess we'll start from the top the solar free state uh the last update that you have heard from uh, mp and mp's contacts is that the solar free state has managed to get out of the sun and access the old spaceport uh, on the hub station. And they are in the midst of working to open that spaceport and allow access to the hub. Or not access to the hub itself, but access to the habitat. That's the most recent news from there. The Sodality of Preservation has released a statement saying that they have taken over uh, running Phoenix Corporation. The Sodality of Preservation has noted that Phoenix Corporation was engaged in illegal experimentation, and uh, so they have taken control of the company in the name of decency and the solar free state, and are now running those operations. Uh, What else was interesting here? That was a while ago. Yes, along with that statement, there is an update to the news. Uh, CD, the bounty on you, has increased. (laughs) Ah, yay as the statement notes that uh, Phoenix was working with the body bandit CD to procure illegally materials and thus deprive the people of the sun of their right uh, and their access to those materials. Oh, right. Is it? That's exactly what CD says when they hear the news. They're like, Oh, it's a right now. (laughs) And then they move their head around and, uh, there has been, let's see, a warrant issued. Not a warrant has been issued. There has been uh, a, an update on the on the bounties 
that has been put out. There are some mediocre renderings of the Sunbreakers now available for public consumption. Imagine, you know, they they clearly were trying to take the video from the cameras and turn it into usable information. But of course, you were all wearing various disguises and acting in, in ways that would make it more difficult for your physical characteristics to be uh, fully understood. So what do you think the wanted poster looks like for each one of you? In what ways is it right and in what ways is it wrong? I think that for Emran. So uh, what kind of renderings are these? Are these like um, torso shots, full body, facial? It's like a, a bust shot, 3D. I think that Emran is bald, and instead of it being a mask, it's like a face, a cybernetic plate. Hmm. Okay. So I think I'm like chrome dome. I think you're a cyborg. All right. A cyborg with a sun on its face. Uh, I think in the rendering, the, the sun, uh, decoration is like a, a camera eye that roves around on the helmet. Like a Gundam. Yeah. Or like a Zaku kind of thing. Like <laughs> armed and highly dangerous. I think in fact, the rendering of you has like, it has four arms. <laughs> Because they couldn't quite figure out how you'd be so good at fighting. <laughs> it's like they yeah. just assume you must have extra arms. This dangerous cyborg mutant from the uh, from the habitat. All right, what does uh, what does the Mave rendering or the uh, Keva rendering look like? I think in keeping with the theme of just adding multiple limbs, I think they gave Mave like literally a bunch of arms <laughs> and maybe like the, the four eyes, but they're like beady little Martian eyes, right? terrifying mm, I, don't, I don't know how oh well one thing popped into my head but i decided against that uh she's just a sentient poncho how <laughs> about you were wearing something of a disguise that you took from the uh section blue um yeah cupboards closets oh that's right yeah so um for some reason the rendering you can tell that it's a dress. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know why, but um, it's definitely a dress. And her hair is, for some reason, more spiky, like anime esque up, just because of the fact that she stabbed something with her hair. So for some reason, they imagine that it's like this really spiky anime uh, cloud strife style hair. Okay. Oh. Wait, I should mention, I mean, Final Fantasy VII original, like, render, how spiky that is. Right. Not, not the not... quaffed locks. Yeah. Of Remake Cloud or Advent Children Cloud. No, no, these are... It's kind of going to fight Sephiroth. <laughs> no, but I imagine... Oh, and her hair is the wrong color. It's like a... We're going to go with silver. It's still, it's silver. It's Sephiroth silver. Sephiroth hair. Yeah. Can I, well, it's Cloud's hairstyle, just Sephiroth's color. So apparently they're, they're love child. Mm. But can I just add, mm -hmm. Emran's sword has to be seven feet long, please, please. Of course. Yeah. It looks like the Buster sword, but it ends in a sun. <laughs> okay. So those are the posters that have gone out for public consumption. That's what they're expecting the, uh, the hub kids to look like. So who knows? The power of propaganda. And uh, in fact, the power of propaganda is what we are dealing with today because the broadcasting station is controlled by Watang Media, 
and they are a uh, tier what tier two, a tier two faction uh, within the corporate arm of the factions up here on the sun. And they control the broadcasting of propaganda. They help to develop it. Um, lots of artists and stuff work there, corporate artists uh, and, you know, spin doctors and so on and so forth. Lots of political clout. And uh, they actually already don't like the crew of the probable cause to begin with. As you may recall, you got your upgrade to uh, the probable causes comm system uh, by stealing it from them. So that was something we determined back in the day. So you're already at negative one with this group. Uh, so that's that could be in part why some of the renderings are are less uh, flattering than they might be. Like the the one of CD, I think CD's chassis looks a lot more scuffed and like eroded and 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 such than it actually is. Mm. They make it look you know goofy instead of cool and all that. So something that occurred to me the other day because i have not consumed this media in a while was how much does the probable cause look like the technodrome from the 80s uh tmnt tv show uh probably not too much because the technodrome is like covered in mechanical like doodads and greebles and so on it's got arms sticking out of it and a giant eye on top whereas the probable cause is a it's just a chrome orb Yes, but one would say that size-wise it is similar. I don't know. The Technodrome is really big. Okay, so smaller. Okay. Probable cause is like maybe the size of uh, a cottage. Okay, so half a Technodrome. That's so nice. I like that. Yeah, cottage-sized. Wouldn't fit in your garage. No. It might be the size of a garage, depending on uh, which neighborhood you're in. Uh, yeah, shiny silver chrome. Okay, so we were planning ways to get in there, and as you may recall, uh, they were saying, MP and Mandikai were saying, that you might need to disrupt the sim, or even crash the sim, in order to help you seize control of this station physically. So it's a multi-pronged, multi-vector attack that you're going to need to engage in. So speaking of which, let's talk about engagement. You'll need to determine a plan. As you recall, we just pick a plan type. Uh, You can do some gather information stuff Mm. um, if you wish. That may help improve your engagement role and it might help you learn more details. But then after you've done that, you need to pick one of the six types of plan. So how are each of you preparing for this? First of all, who's going? Because you can pick whichever of your characters you wish. Schlip. Okay. I think... um, I think I'm going to have to go with Keva because she is better at the tech things and she can also back them up. She's well balanced for this sort of thing. She is indeed balanced. Yeah, I'm going to go with Maeve. I feel like next to Emren, she's probably the scrappiest. Okay, so we have a mixed squad here. And how are you planning to take this station long enough to get out a message? Or what do you want to do in order to plan this operation? I've never seen a mystic assault in that powered by the darkness system. (laughs) Mm. It's like just attack the station with spam and sneak inside, I guess. Open all the tabs. (laughs) Just crashed. Oh, just so much. So much bot spawning. Okay, that's an interesting idea. Hmm. 
So the detail is the arcane power that you would use for that. Uh, let's see here. What do you think? So you're going to spam the broadcast stations with systems or access point? I, I was thinking, what if we um, implanted our own kind of like virus? Okay. Maybe that could be like part of the payload. As you're spamming it, one of them is a secretly a virus. The rest are just spam. Yeah. I had a weird idea. Yeah, this is the time for it. <laughs> because it's a mystic assault, let's get weird. Um, Slip did just find out that there's some very powerful, albeit splintered, artificial intelligence hiding somewhere in there. Yeah. Uh, it might be possible to run mod- multiple in- uh, iterations of my consciousness to help the spam attack. Hmm, I wonder. Hmm. Is that something you want to test out beforehand, or are you just going to yeah, try and do it? it? <laughs> no, let's not have a uh, tank scenario. <laughs> let's not ride the tank. No? Okay. So, uh, I guess this is sort of a gather information role in that you're testing out your own capabilities. Uh, what does this look like for Slip practicing this? Slip is in a, I think, um, I'm not sure what the word would be, but like a separated instantiation of the sim. Yeah. Where they can test out freaky stuff like this. Sure. Like a local instance or a loading zone or something. That would be it. Instance was the word I was thinking of. Cool. And then Slip is going to try and imagine themselves uh, performing different tasks that need to be addressed in this sim instance. And so I think for this thought experiment, Slip is in an extremely cluttered and dirty house and needs to be done by a certain point in an arbitrary time period. And it's not possible that Slip could do it by themselves, and so Slip needs to multiply. And and I guess imagine doing all these things at once, but that's actually taking place, in the sim at least. Okay. Run multiple tasks. It sounds kind of like you're you're doing a tuning here, right? I would hope so. Trying to get in touch with the weird aspect of it. (laughs) Okay, so... Give yourself a fortune roll based on your attune rating of three. Word. A six. Nice. Yeah, you got yourself a six. Okay. So um, as you are imagining and trying to create this scenario in the instance of the sim, you look over from where you are like vacuuming out an old, you know, computer case, vacuum out some dust bunnies from there, and you look over and you see a pile of uh, dirty laundry and you suddenly see yourself starting to sort that laundry you know by color and delicates and so on and so forth and you look over again at the dirty dishes in the sink and you are there also washing the dirty dishes and you look over again and there you are once again with a feather duster getting those cobwebs out of the corners and you just keep looking and everywhere you look there is a a, a copy of yourself doing one of these tasks that you have designed it to do. This runs for like a couple of minutes. Uh, As it goes, you start to notice that the other copies of yourself are just doing the, just doing the task you were thinking about at the moment they were created in the way you were thinking about at the moment they were created. So you don't really have fine control over them once they duplicates have been created. So they just keep doing the same thing. And uh, eventually you start to see them glitch out and stutter and stuff. And then eventually they, they fade and whatever they were doing. Like your first hint is you are looking at a version of yourself uh, scraping old wallpaper off of a wall 
and you hear a dish crash and you look around and you see that version of yourself that was washing the dishes is gone. You look around, the version of yourself with the feather duster is gone and so on. But the tasks remain complete. When you uh, log out of this instance of the sim, you find yourself pretty thoroughly exhausted. Sure. Real bad headache from this one, but it worked. Oh, I haven't had a headache in ever. I was wondering if another thing that might help is if Keva became more, uh, I guess, almost set up an avatar or some sort of thing in the sim. Uh, I don't think this will work, hmm. but uh, I think it's possible you could create like a dummy avatar in the sim, like sort of similar, maybe by working with slip, mm-hmm. you could create a, a version of yourself in the sim that will just go through a preset list of commands. Okay. So yeah. Or um, this version would look like the wanted poster. Okay. Version. That's good. To act as another distraction. Okay. So we could put this dummy um, somewhere farther away mm. to get these news people attracted to it. Okay. You could perhaps send one of uh, your cohorts to do that, or one of your unused characters could go and plant this uh, dummy somewhere. Maybe you're making... Yeah. Well, let's do, let's do a hack roll for this to see how well this, uh, this dummy comes together. Is this an instance where I can burn a stress to help? Okay. If you want to start burning stress already, I am not going to stop you. I already, I'm already haunted. You know what? You raise a good point, Matt. <laughs> so this is, is this controlled? Yeah, it's, it's controlled standard. That okay. is a four. Okay. That, that's actually so, a minor crit, Matt. Oh, sure. Two fours. Not every double is a crit. <laughs> Okay, so you are able to create a uh, a dummy avatar of what Keva looks like in the wanted poster. And I think you're able to create one more dummy avatar with that role. So do you make the um, Maeve one or do you make an Emrin one? Mm. Okay, it's Emrin. Okay. I- so you have these two and they're basically like non-player characters in an MMO. Okay. Like they can follow around and they'll follow a set script. But like if anything off what the expected script happens, it's going to they're going to fall apart. It will become very clear that they're not there's nobody actually piloting them. So you're, you're basically setting like two Roombas with Amiibos on top of them free in an area. And, uh, you know, they look like in the sim, uh, the Keva and Emrin that are uh, in the wanted posters. You've got like that. There are many guards in the castle. Welcome to Corneria kind of thing. <laughs> Yes. Hell yeah. Welcome to Corneria. Hi. Welcome to Corneria. I like swords. Welcome to Cornelia. I like swords. How dare you? <laughs> I'm a lot more flat a character than that. Uh, is Maeve doing anything? What? Get ready for that. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what she can do. She's good at learning stuff. Get some education going on. You could read schematics. You could study something or other yeah maybe, maybe try to look up um see if i can find the schematics for the building we are invading okay so let's see i'm actually going to have mp help you with this i'm just going to do a fortune roll because mp can do a bit of hacking hacks okay so mp is able to get you access to uh incomplete schematics but uh more than the ones that are publicly available so there's more information on these than the public gets but not full schematics 
there's some corruption in these files. They're a little older, uh, but you can use your study on them to see what you can see and uh, see if you can find some weak points or something along those lines. It says, sorry, you know, their their cybersecurity is tighter than I thought it might be, but uh, hopefully we can make something of this. Better than going in blind, right? Every bit helps. They can just do a fortune roll based on your study rating. E. Okay, limited information. Uh, because the schematics are old and uh, degraded and they've got some corruption in them, there isn't a whole lot that you can find out from them. But you are able to learn a couple of things that might seem obvious. Uh, first of all, going through the front door is obviously a bad idea. Uh, but not just because you'd be announcing your presence really obviously, also because they have a security system that will uh, basically without... Okay, so it is assumed that by accessing this building, you are agreeing to their terms of service, basically. And their terms of service include they will copy in your memory banks uh, so that they can, you know, in the future, better serve you personalized ads. So that's one of the things, if you go in through the front door, they have that device that will uh, copy your memory banks. And, you know, there aren't any notices up about it anywhere, but, uh, you know, they've, they've covered their butts because it's buried deep on their webpage somewhere in their terms of service for using the webpage, that if you access their building, either in the SIM or in real life, they get access to your memories. Uh, it, you are also able to find out that they do also have more of those devices somewhere else in the building. It's not exactly clear where, but you'll be aware that you'll need to keep your eye out for that. How that well, would that, work on those of you who are flesh and blood, it's not clear, but yeah. it can't be pleasant. Hmm. And we don't get any other actions. Uh, probably not particularly, because time is of the essence. Mm -hmm. Each one of these things mm -hmm. takes time. Uh, who are we sending with the decoy Roombas? Ooh, it would have to be someone on the a team or could we use someone on the b team you can use anyone who's not going on the actual assault mission okay or mystic mission well i want to say that it would either be cd and i don't want to volunteer augustus but augustus would be the other obvious choice but if augustus would want to do it cd would be up for doing it sure i think cd can definitely go and maybe uh, a terry proxy will come with you oh sounds good because you do have that cohort so we can mm -hmm. have that be something that's going on uh, to assist with your engagement role. And we might flash over to that at some point if anything happens to happen. Oh, that's going to be so much fun. <laughs> I can do that. What is Augustus doing? Robbing us? I think... Uh, no. I think they would be trying to safeguard their office or just various properties. Now that they know this uh, big, like, wave surge is coming. Okay, yeah. You're evil. Self-centered. You're pure evil. Mm. Okay. So Augustus is busy covering their ass. Good. Does Augustus warn anyone else? Like any of their business associates <laughs> or, uh, you know, friends in high places? Come into this basement and see my cask of new Amontillado. <laughs> I mean... Montiliago, yes. Maybe a few. You know, gr gratitude's a, a good starting point. All right. So let's get the engagement roll ready. Okay. So you're doing a mystic plan, and your arcane power is you're going to spam it, and a slip is going to slip in amidst the spam. Is that the, the idea? Sounds about right. 
It's All a right. plan of the spoopy variety. Mm. Will we meet orangutans in season three? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> what is happening with yeah. season three? I'm so upset. I don't know what it means. There's kitten Neku's piloting mechs. There's orangutans and centaurans. Gaseous creatures informing us of the doom of the world. What is happening? You'll find out. I might play an Irish person. <laughs> Just... <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's like robot people, space aliens, and psychics. I'm just a regular Irish dude. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, item loadouts. Uh, normal. Normal for a slip? Okay. Let me look again. Light, normal, and heavy, basically. Yeah, I'll go normal. Okay. How about Maeve? I mean, if I'm the tank for this, I feel like I gotta go heavy. Then do it. Okay. Once the players choose a plan and provide its detail, I cut to the action. Uh, describing the scene as the crew engages their first obstacle. Well, we'll find your first obstacle is once we've got the engagement roll here. So you start off with one die for sheer luck. We modify for these major advantages or disadvantages. Is this operation particularly bold or daring? What do you think? Affirmative, it is. Okay, I'm going to say yes to any of the positive questions, Matt. (laughs) Is it overly complex or contingent on many factors? What are the factors? We've got the spam. We've got Slip being able to control the duplicates. We've got the Roombas with the Amiibos. And that's about it. I don't think it's particularly complex. Hype. Does this plan's detail expose a vulnerability or hit them where they're weakest? It does not. Are they strongest against this approach? Do they have particular defenses or special preparations? They have special preparations and defenses, but you know about some of them, so I'm not going to remove a die for that. So we're still at two. Can any of your friends or contacts provide aid or insight for this operation? Yes, you've got the decoy thing going, so that's plus one. That's three. Are any enemies or rivals interfering in the operation? I'm sorry, you're back down to two. The gasp. Are there any other elements that you want to consider? There are two tiers higher than you. I have a guess as to who it might be. We start with a reservoir of uh, style points, though. Yeah. I'm sure that shoots up to like 10 die for us. Okay, so we're at two. Yeah. Uh, you, you, we have 10? We have 10 dice? <laughs> do any of you want to roll or do you want me to do it? Go ahead, dice man. Do your dice. All right. Yeah, you don't get to roll dice as much as us. You got a six. <gasps> oh, thank goodness oh. we asked you. Okay. So that means you are in a controlled position as we cut to the action. We find the three of you, you are uh, slinking around outside of the headquarters of Huatang Media Group. You have not been spotted. You've made your way past the uh, patrols from ThetaCom on the outer barrier, and you've made your way to the inner defenses. You are at the access point where you need to inject your malware into their system. So I have two in hack. How many does Slip have? One. Okay, so Keva will lead. Group action, Matt? Your call, if you want to do it. Sure, why not? Let's go full hack. So what does this look like that you're hacking at the access point as a group? (sighs) I imagine that Keva somehow gets to this access data point. I, I... think it's almost like a keypad she's crouched down um and her hair comes out and flicks into it and i don't know how slip tunes into something like stab me stab me with your hair again i have an idea okay as long as you ask so keva 
So another little part branches out and connects to slip. Okay. Like a very, very mean USB. Slip lets out a dial uh, a dial up sound. Oh, marvelous. Is Maeve participating in this or should it just be an action where one of you is assisting the other? I mean, I have hacking tools, so I I guess maybe I just beep near them and hope to boost the signal. (laughs) (laughs) Is Maeve hovering over their shoulders? Uh, Like, no, 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 I think this is, it should be over there. And then (laughs) Maeve has psychic powers, so she could like try to lend them to Keva. Like, yeah, put. Sure. Like puts her arm in the air, like it's the spirit bomb from DBZ. I do like the the little Captain Jack Sparrow hand move motions. <laughs> the force wave. Okay, uh, in that case, uh, Keva, you said you were leading the action. Yes. Okay. Is controlled so, standard. Is controlled standard. And I don't. Oh, I don't add any bonus die. I oh, lied. Oh. I had zero. So that's one failure. But we got a six. And two successes. And the highest success is a six. Okay. So that is good. Rolling well here at the start of the mission. Do I add a stress for the failure? Yes, you do. I believe I did. You're welcome. So what does it look like? What does... I think obviously it's the plugging in to slip causes uh, some unfortunate feedback as you make those dial-up sounds. You are hit with another memory slip of your other self uh, and this one is pretty innocuous because it's just a brief momentary thing uh, all you see is he's just making breakfast one morning just making breakfast uh, the breakfast he's making is steak and eggs the eggs as you look at them you you watch as they cook and cook and cook and cook and the steak just keeps frying and sizzling and frying until it's this. He likes it well done. It's just this gray, leathery strip of meat and a rubbery egg. And he just, he, as he puts the first bite into his mouth, you are pulled out of the memory and fortunately spared of uh, the taste of boot leather. Okay. So <laughs> did he put salt and pepper on the egg or soy sauce? No, no, no seasoning. <laughs> no, just the egg. Do rubber He's... chickens come from rubbery eggs? <laughs> I assume so. <laughs> you have to, you have to fill it with hate. Without doing any research, yes, yes. <laughs> Don't fact check me on this. Okay, uh, so you are connected. You begin to flood Watang Media Group's servers with this malware and uh, slip an instance of yourself or some instances of yourself hitch a ride on these pop-up windows. I assume is what we're aesthetically going for here heck yeah and uh it's it's like uh little remoras clinging to the bottom of these pop-up ads as they uh slice through the uh defenses of the Huateng media group's servers you know there's just too many of them for them to stop and the, you know the visual metaphor you see these the shield wall goes up they've got these shields with the Huateng media group logo on them and their spears tip pointed and several of the pop-up ads smash and shatter against these but uh enough of them get through that it begins to open gaps in the defenses and and the system just becomes flooded to capacity and uh so their surveillance isn't going to be able to see you basically where do you go from here just the overwhelming amount of hot singles in the area (laughs) 
<laughs> they want to talk to you. <laughs> Me? You know it. I imagine that the picture of the hot single is like, for some reason, Matt Damon. <laughs> Apocryphal <laughs> human hero, Matt Damon from Legend. Wonderful. Well, I was kind of imagining that it was Damon, but. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh <Understood>. that one. <laughs> that Matt Damon. Hey, I'm a hot single. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Hey, what's going on? Hey, you're looking good. You up? What? What? What, what you doing, big head? ASL. That's the voice for the ad. Hey, I love it. That would also drive me to near insanity. Yeah. I think that CD somehow like gets a copy of it and and saves it on like a little file and it's like yes. Oh boy, that's not good. Okay. So, uh, yeah, you have, you've made your way past the defenses. Their systems are flooded. The alarms haven't started yet because right now they're not sure exactly what's happening. You've got minutes before things get hairy, but you're still in a control position. Okay. I, How are you going to get in there? I guess we're just going to break in rather violently now. Do we have any other ideas? I know that many of you saw some pictures of the place. Can I consult my handy dandy chart? You can. For a more expeditious route? Uh, yeah, you can do that. I'm going to start a clock for basically breach the premises. It's going to be a four step clock. I suppose this would be a study. Okay. A study in clockwork, but instead it's architecture. Yeah, it'll be controlled. And I think the effect's going to be limited because, as we've already seen, these blueprints aren't great, but they're there. I'm sorry, the effect is great. Hmm? The greatest. <laughs> Limited. Oh no, three again. Yeah, that is a three. That's two threes, in fact. We're seeing a lot of doubles today. You gotta let them crit, Matt. <laughs> Unfortunately, not in this case. I'll gladly pay you Tuesday for a crit today. I think uh, you are studying the blueprints here. You're looking at them. And as you are taking the time to do this, the alarm starts to go off. Uh, so there are alarms now going uh it's a different klaxon from the one you heard in section blue like that one was really annoying loud and like traditional uh, emergency klaxon this one has it's the sound of somebody running a uh like a pestle around a porcelain bowl like you've heard that sound before that they use to like help meditate oh it's that but it's very loud and you hear a voice saying like Attention, workers, there has been a breach in our digital security. This is very calm voice reading, you know, clearly a prepared script. Please prepare your defenses accordingly. So. Okay, go, 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 go. I made a mistake. We need to go inside. So it's not as ear splitting as the other one. So Keva puts in her earplugs that she got. She nods, and then um, I think it's time for us to do hack and slash into the building. If that's what you want. Tell me how that works. The building rises up uh, in front of you. Uh, in the sim, I don't know. Well, you can't really see what's going on in the sim right now because it's flooded in the local area. But normally it would be this uh, tall, beautiful building that has a giant eye on top of it. It'd be like um, Sauron, but make it fashion. Okay. Simon. Simon. <laughs> uh you know it's smooth smooth curves it's like light blue and white with some glowing uh soft glowing and all that stuff like that 
it looks very nice. Uh, the tower looks like an H and the eye is like in between the top two arms of the H that are reaching up to hold it. It's like an H that's slightly curved at the top and the two arms at the top of the H are holding this giant eyeball with a glowing iris. And the eyeball at this point in the sim is starting to look around. Uh, in the real world, it's just a square building. It's just a cube. Oh, yes, yeah, definitely one of the best shapes for buildings. But we know at least where there's an entryway or a window or something, right? Uh, you know where the main entrance is? You know that there are other entrances. The blueprints, you know, they were limited. What you learned from those was why you shouldn't go in the front door. Okay, so we're going to run along. Well, is Keva leading this action? I don't know. Is she? Not yet. But uh, Keva kind of like points like, let's run around the side of it, the physical building. I mean, okay. Until we find a way in. I should mention on top of the cube, there are like lots of broadcast antennae, satellites, all that stuff. Um, Radio Can I do a morph sort of thing with my hair? You may need to be more specific. Okay, I want to make a. I want to make a big uh, shape around us to shelter us. Okay, like a big sphere thing. I'm trying to figure out if I wanted it to be a, what exact shape I wanted it to be. Part of me was one thought that popped into my head was a unicorn, and then the other one was tank. <laughs> I, <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> this thought process. I think. That is maybe more complex than Keva can manage right now. Okay. Like maybe a sphere or a cube. Yeah, for sure. Like you did with the wrecking ball thing. Okay. A unicorn might require uh, some more months of practice. So it's a sphere. Don't don't misunderstand Matt. We love it. Just not yet. (laughs) No, I love this idea. And it's something I want to see Keva do. I just don't think she can do it yet. Okay. It's a hair sphere. Uh, it looks kind of like a gigantic bun. Yep, as spheres do. Well, I mean, if you wanted to picture what a hair sphere is, it's a bun. Yeah. You're blowing my mind. Like a, hair, a hair bun is what we're talking about, not the kind of bun you would eat. Yeah. No, no, a hair bun. Just so that we're clear for we, everyone in the audience as well. We take on Mighty Morphin power of pork roll. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious. Go, go, Power Rangers. Yeah, I don't think this this kind of uh, almost blunt force application of your powers requires any role at this point. There's nobody okay. shooting at it or anything. Well, it's basically just sort of as a, yes, a shield, but also uh, obscuring shield to obscure yeah, sure. you and from others as we start tracing the perimeter of the building to find a good way in. Okay. So that's, uh, that gives you some good fictional covering and uh, protection there. How are the three of you going about finding a good way in? Well, I would say that might be a study uh, thing, which I don't have. I think uh, Keva is also busy weaving this uh, giant metal hair bun. So it might be up to the other two to look for the relevant entrances. I can lead the study charge. Yeah, I'll help out. I'll burn a stress for you, my friend. Well, thanks. Okay. So you're. Um, Oh, right. The alarm going off, I, I should have mentioned, that was your fictional positioning changing from controlled to risky. Right. We thrive in risky standard. That is where I live. You're in a risky position here. I think, uh, 
do you, how many eyes are you using for this, Maeve? Mm. And what kind? I'm I'm gonna use my my special eyes, like slug eyes. Some nice compound eyes. Oh, that's yes. Better. Okay. Um, with compound eyes, I think you've got great effect on this. <sighs> dun dun dun. Yes, a specific. Yeah, because I know this this was built for functionality, but I'm imagining they never expected to have someone who could slice through with their hair or somebody who could like you know grow a big chitin horn and smash through it so uh, i'm I'm trying no. to find uh you know the, the least likely spot where they expected somebody to break through yeah it makes sense to me uh so are you you're taking the extra die for the assist you're getting from slip yes okay uh you got a four there so on We're back to being attack, haunted that four will get you uh two ticks there okay so you uh, are able to slice in, uh, not slice in, you're using your eyes, and you're able to, with them, find a point that uh, the unique vision your eyes give you shows uh, is not going to lead into a bearing structure or anything, something that will get you into like an open area inside the building. So you're able to find that point on the wall. I was wondering, yep. are are there windows, or is this a uh, windows are structural weakness? The Wu people do not use them. Yeah, there are no windows here. Wuhan. Just a cube. Wateng. They are geth. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, because this was a four, there is a consequence, and for that consequence, I'm actually going to jump over to uh, the B team here, uh, CD, <laughs> and Terry, one of Terry's proxy bodies. Uh, where have you taken the Roombas? Hmm. Just nowhere near where you're supposed to be. Hey, Terry, we should bring these to Twinkle Park. Twinkle Park? What a wonderful idea. Yeah, I got totally beaten up there one time. Oh, is that where you went? Well, let's make our way back there, and perhaps this time we'll have a more triumphant effort. Uh, so you arrive at Twinkle Park, and Terry's body uh, unfolds again. Uh, Terry's proxy bodies, I don't know if I've mentioned this, uh, Terry's proxy bodies can transform into a motorcycle. What? Yeah, and then back into a humanoid form. So Terry's oh. proxy motorcycle body uh, carries you to Twinkle Park. The, sorry, like the Transformers character RC or like the weird summons from Final Fantasy Thirteen, the Shiva sisters? Uh, I will show you what I have in mind here. It's from an old uh, anime called Mo Genesis Climber Mospeda. I don't know if you're aware of that one, but it's uh, their transforming power armor that transforms from motorcycle to power armor. Oh, that's cool. I would like that picture. Let me just grab it for you. I like pictures a lot. So I'll dump these in the hub chat. These are basically how I imagine Terry's proxy bodies. Ooh. Ooh. So I got, uh, but Terry's proxy bodies are all chrome, like the probable cause. Yeah. So it's just that, but all chrome. And uh, rather than having a person on it in motorcycle mode, it's just a motorcycle with like a extra dome on top. And then in row in person mode, the two wheels go up into the shoulders. So you're at Twinkle Park. Uh, you've gotten a ride over on one of Terry's proxy bodies here. And here's our consequence. As you're getting ready to release the Roombas, uh, you see now we're not going to do... <laughs> oh, that's okay. Nice, man. <laughs> I thought that was Turbo Teen for a second. I was looking for Turbo Teen. <laughs> I couldn't get Turbo Teen. It's not Turbo Teen. I was very oh. upset, so I settled on Iceman. My nephew loves Iceman. I don't love Iceman, though. 
the Iceman cometh. I liked Fire Firestar better. Yeah, Firestar. So uh, poor, you put the Roombas down, and they begin broadcasting the dummies into the sim, and you hear a thump behind you as of something landing on the ground. CD looks around to see if someone did that superhero jump into the ground with their fist. It's not that kind of landing. This person has landed uh, with their large feet on the ground, their legs bent, and both of their hands in front of them. And they look up at you, and you see his throat expand and then go back to normal size. And he says, Oh, no. No. I had a feeling you'd show up back here. It's Frog, the Bounty Hunter. Hunter.